When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I want to know who else you want to fire. Like, who else's life you want to upend? The hell was in that booster? (laughs) You're coming in. You know who else sucks? You know who else needs to get fired? You know who else is a bum? These guys. I I like it. You should get the shot every Friday, Al. So by the time (laughs) we get to Monday, you're just coming out smoking. I'm I'm here for this. This is my favorite version of Al. That was an amazing sports weekend and. I think those questions. By the way, I'm not. I don't think I'm the only one sitting, sitting up here and saying that. The guy made decisions that cost the squad a chance again to the playoffs. It you lose a, your job. It, yeah, well, it's, a, it's a really good start to get fired. Works. That's for sure. That is a team that should be in the playoffs, and they're not. Um, do I look different? Yeah. Do I, do I have like a certain aura, a, a, a swagger, a presence that 100%. you're sensing? Hundred uh, percent swag is the the word that I would use. Are, are you picking up on that? Even you know we're obviously working remotely again. Yeah. But can you can you catch it through the Zoom? Just my my new position in life. No, I mean, you, don't, you didn't have to say anything. Once we started the prep call today, I'm like, damn, look at this guy. Looks like, uh, yeah, it looks like he uh, something's changed in his life. Something's definitely changed. Yeah. So um, I mentioned to you last week that I fix I, I now fix things around the house. I, I'm, I'm basically a handyman. If anybody needs yep. any help with anything, you can just call me. I successfully executed a bottle of glue uh, on my mm-hmm. threshold of my front door. So I'm, you know, I'm Bob Vila all of a sudden. I can I can fix anything and everything. And on top of that, on this on Saturday, uh, my friends at Rotolo, they, they hooked me up with a Chevy Silverado. So now I'm driving around in a giant pickup truck. I, I know how to fix things. I'm a man now, Slee. I don't know if you know that about me, but uh, you you need to treat me with more respect. If you if you and I were you know let's say we we're having a disagreement on the show and you started staring into my eyes, I would immediately look down because I know that you have been to Home Depot recently. Yep. Okay, that's number one. You bought glue there and Skittles. Okay. It was it was going to be a Milky Way. I abstained, <laughs> but I did look at it. And number two, you drive a truck. Not a just any truck, truck. a Chevy Silverado from Rotolo <laughs> Chevrolet. So I think yep. with all that being said, um, I'm not – you cut me off on the freeway, I'm looking the other way. I I'm am all, not I am not trying to get into any type of argument with someone like you. I've already got I'm the profiling thing where you. I lean on the on kind of on the center console, so I'm just yeah. like I've, I've got it figured out. I am uh, I am all business right now. Bonus, yeah, but I, but I could see you by the way. I could see you kind of leaning, and then you actually turn the car on, and then you <laughs> you know you get a little nervous, and you kind of you scoot your chair up. Pretty why big. is his chair so? Why is his head hitting the top? I couldn't. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's head wouldn't hit the top of this truck. It's gigantic. Mm. It's it's the most comfortable thing I've ever driven in my life. I absolutely love it. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. A little bonus asks Lee from Jason Torres. When Big Al sings Happy Birthday, does he always add, and many more, at the end of the song? <laughs> um... <laughs> I don't think I do. I really want to. I really want to say yes. You should start. Okay, what what is it where they say you're not one, you're not two? What is it? Like 
I don't what know is- that one. Give fill, give me more. I just know that Trisha, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Alan, and many more. That's okay, the only I, one. I, I don't know it off the top of my head. So, Emily, Taylor, if you guys know what I'm talking what, about. What, did you work here, in a where... restaurant where you do that? Happy, happy birthday, 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 you. <laughs> did you have that one going in the sleep no, household or something? No, but here's the thing. It's like, you know, my nieces, I think it's for a kid's thing, but my nieces – you know, you're not one, you're not two, you're not three, and then like they just keep going. I'm like, are we doing this again this year, guys? We just did this last year. We, we <laughs> there's another thirty seconds. Just let's <laughs> let's keep it moving here. All right, uh, I want to get to the Rams very quickly, but take a couple of phone calls here. People yep. have been very patient. Let's go to HP through Fullerton and other places. John in Huntington Beach of Fullerton. What's going on, John? Good morning, guys. Morning. First, I just want to uh, give us kudos. Um, an old high school buddy of mine texted me randomly. I, I didn't know he listened to our show, but he complimented uh, how well you guys work together and how much he enjoys listening to the show. And, Flea, you're going to like this. He called you sneaky funny. That you, He thinks you're hilarious. Can I, can I stop right there? He's not sneaky funny. He's funny, full stop. Yeah. It, it, it's not, there's Agreed. nothing sneaky about it. It's just funny. <laughs> and, Travis, since you're uh, Mr. Fixer now, yeah, what do you need? timely because I – I tried to fix my laundry drain, and I literally just got the eyes from the wife of failure. Um, and so I didn't. I was able to fix it. I don't need manual and gardena. I don't need a halitosis in my house. So if you could come over, that'd be great. Yep, I'll be over there. Say around three o'clock today. Awesome. Does that work for you? <laughs> Sounds good. I'll, I'll DM the address. Uh, just, just a quick touch point on a couple things: uh, Chargers, Raiders, and then um, the Mandy's. Uh, the, so the first thing with the Chargers, to answer Slee, no, the, the Chargers absolutely should not fire Staley. Uh, we need the Chargers to continue to Chargers every season. That was great. That was awesome. Um, you guys know I'm a big MMA guy. I equate that daily timeout to when I'm sparring. You know, you're going light, messing with the partner, you know, and all of a sudden he starts to get brave and hits you hard. That was last night. They, they hit him hard with a timeout, and they're like, okay, you want to go? Um, and when I say I'm sparring, it's not really me. So I'm just watching my kids spar. So, um, <laughs> Perfect. And about the Rams, um, I'm really looking forward to going to Dix and getting, you know, I saw the Rams won the West champ shirt. I, I, I'm partial to the we backed into the West shirt uh, champion. <laughs> I, I really like that shirt, so I'm going to pick that one up. And they say it's a brand-new season, though, right? It is. Would you agree? Yes. So, um, well, uh, you know, being a longtime Rams fan since they got back and since they started winning, um, <laughs> that, that, since they have a new season, that means they can get a new quarterback, right? That'd be great for the <laughs> Not playoffs. quite yet. That would be a little challenge, more challenging. And then finally, you know, um, I, I noticed you glossed over TFP, my my boy's question, and it applies to me as well. So I'm going to ask again. Uh, so, do we need to prepare speeches for the Mandy's? Like, are we expecting awards? And how many speeches should, should we prepare? I, have a I good day. Would- Thanks, John. I would say you should have a couple of different versions of speeches available, both you and TFP and everyone else that's coming. You never know when you're going to nope. get called Speak on from now. the heart, bro. Just <laughs> let it be on the spot. Speak from the heart. That's all you got to do. Look, like John said, as a member of our show, he needs to be prepared to uh, to talk about these things at any time. All right, so he brought up something. The Rams did win the NFC West yesterday. Because Arizona lost, the Rams uh, got the NFC West title. They will play a home game Monday night, week from tonight. Um, at SoFi Stadium against the Cardinals, and it feels incredibly unsatisfying because of what happened yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um, But here's the rub out. Here's what I know would be said about the Rams this morning if they would have won that game. Big deal, show me in the playoffs. 
I don't care what you did during the regular season. So instead of being, they would be thirteen and four, right? They're twelve and five. Instead, of they're thirteen and four. It would be, yeah, thirteen. It's really good. Congratulations, thirteen and four. Congratulations on winning the division. That's great. You get a couple of home games in the playoffs. But if you don't go to the Super Bowl, what did you really get? Because Jared Goff got you to the second round of the playoffs. Why is that not still true? That still feels very true to me. Only you're kind of coming at it from a different spot. That instead of yeah, show me, it's they still have an opportunity to go beat Arizona, to go to Green Bay in that second round, which is probably what would happen if everything goes according to seeds. Uh, if, you know, it, it obviously can go a different way, but everything the Rams want, NFC Championship, Super Bowl appearance, it's still right in front of them. So it is in front of them, but, you know, I, I've actually learned this from you. It's, well, how does it? How did you get there? How does it look? How does the process look to get in the position that you're in? Mm-hmm. I think there's there's more to read in between the line. You are right that it is in front of everybody. Hey, you know what? Let me just use this as an example, and I know this isn't a good comp, but the Pittsburgh Steelers are in the same position, right? You, you're in the playoffs, so what can you do once you're in? And, yes, the Rams are in the playoffs. Yeah, the Cardinals had an awful back half of the four, season five. or the last yeah the last five games of the year, something along those lines. But I think how you got there tells a lot of the story. If you're the Rams right now today, how many teams over – how many playoffs teams did the Rams beat to get into the playoffs? Dose. Two, right? They beat two of them. I think that tells a little bit of a story. I think yesterday that they went up 17 to nothing, had a chance to beat the Niners for the first time in what they've lost six in a row now against the Niners. Correct. Got a chance to beat the Niners and – you know, kind of put your chest out a little bit. We're not limping into the playoffs. No, we're walking in as one of the biggest, the baddest six games can, in a row. I, you, you, mm-hmm. Yes. Let, if they'd beaten the Niners, yep. guess how many playoff teams they would have beaten? Two. Two. Because the No, the Niners wouldn't be in. You're right. The Niners two. would be out. Yep. It would still be two. But, so, but, how, but how you get in there, Trav, I think does tell the story. And, and you know, I, I don't think we should take that lightly that they're not a number two seed. I think that is a big deal. I, think the, fact, I think the fact that now – you do have to face the Packers potentially in the second round in Lambeau after they get a week off. Is it? Is it? Um, it, it let me just put it this way: Can they win that game? Yes, they can. I'm not saying that they can't, but it becomes a much bigger surprise if they won the game than if they lost the game. And this game you're talking about this upcoming Monday against the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona's played bad football. Arizona's probably like, hey, you know what? We'll take our chances with the Rams as well. I think there's a little bit of that on both sides. Look, look, I I think you're right. I don't think that there's anything that makes you feel great about what the Rams are going to go do. But I also think that everything that you wanted, you got done. You, you you had a winning record. You won your division. You have a playoff game at home. Are you have the exact seed you wanted? No. Can you still get to the NFC Championship game? Yes. Can you still go to the Super Bowl and win it? Yes. Now, do you feel great about it after? Look, yesterday was a bad loss, full stop. I'm not here to tell you that that, that was a weird day yesterday. From the moment I started walking in, you know, let, let's do this. Let's take some more of these phone calls. We're going to come yep. back. We'll take more of your phone calls. I want to tell can a we, story. Can we take these Brandon Staley calls too? For sure, for sure. But there was a there's something interesting happening on my way into the stadium yesterday before a single play had been run that made me go, huh? Tell you what it is next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. 
Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Sleek, Chris. <laughs> That's me. That's me. Absolutely. Can you I, should can see I tell you tr- how much? Can I tell you how much I love <laughs> that Rotolo and Chevy Silverado is yep. a part of the show? Like, yes. you know, you know how good that is for the show. It's fantastic. That's such a fantastic, fantastic partner to have on here. And it's good for Travis. Let's be most honest about these things. <laughs> Me driving around awesome. feeling like I'm the king of the universe. It's awesome. great. Um, let's just say that getting that thing in and out of a parking spot is mm-hmm. different than the other cars I've driven in my life. It's, I'm going to need some truck owners to kind of walk me through. I'm going to get used to this, right, to have this this enormous, beautiful truck that I'm going to be able to get in and out of parking spots like it's a Honda thought, Civic at some point. <laughs> well, I, I, thought, I thought trucks that size – there's different rules for so you know how AAA can just kind of pull up somewhere and just turn on the hazard lights. I thought that's kind of that's what happens with trucks that size. It's just accepted that they can park in red, they can park in loading zones, all that other stuff. I'm uh, just let me know what you need, Al. I'm your truck guy. I can help you out with whatever you want. Chris is not the only one that says that booster did you some justice. Laz Versailles uh, says on Twitter, Travis Slee crushing it this morning. Slee's booster has made the show better. See. You just you, we're gonna have to inject you with a, a vaccine booster. When's the fourth shot? <laughs> Tomorrow. Is that approved? <laughs> I like it. You came out a little spicy. It's all it's it's fantastic. ESPN Radio <laughs> is presented by Progressive Insurance. Pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage. Visit progressive uh, dot com. The walking in to SoFi yesterday. Like yep. I mentioned, I have, I have that walk. It's about a fifteen minute walk or so from mm-hmm. Hollywood Park Casino into SoFi and. I get to SoFi about the same time as I always do. I usually park my car about three hours before kickoff. Okay? we Pre-game show starts two hours before kickoff, so I have an hour to park, get where I need to be, set up, feel good, chit-chat, all that stuff. Usually, three hours before kickoff, there's a couple of parts of the parking lot, and they're full, and people are having a good time. They're tailgating, listening to music, having a few beers. It's great. When I pulled into the lot yesterday... There was a sea of 49er people mm-hmm. everywhere, mm-hmm. everywhere, walking in, 49er people everywhere. Now, there were a lot of Rams fans, too. Don't get me wrong. But this was the first time in eight home games this season where it was – this is different. This isn't mm-hmm. just Buck fans coming out to see Tom Brady. This isn't just, okay, uh, you know, the Seattle Seahawks are division rival. You can sure. have some of their fans. Yep. This was – Different, and and I don't know what it looked like on TV, but in the stadium yesterday, out SoFi, uh, the Niner fans gave their team a, a lift. They had a real fan base there. I think at best it was fifty fifty. I think it probably tilted a little bit heavy Forty ers yesterday. I don't think it was seventy uh, thirty, but it was fifty five forty five something like that maybe. But I knew three hours yeah. before that game. This is going to be different inside that building just with the amount of 49er fans that were milling around. So a couple things on that. Number one, on the TV broadcast, um, listen, you, you can you can see it. You can feel it. You can hear it. 
there's certain downs that tell a story, right? If the Rams have the ball on third down and the crowd is going crazy, you're like, what the hell is going on here? That's not supposed to happen at your home stadium. Mm -hmm. Um, They kept saying it on the broadcast yesterday on Fox. Aikman mentioned a couple times, wow, you can really hear these Niner fans. And, And Trav, I do think that that's that's part of the story of the game yesterday. If you're a a Niner fan at SoFi Stadium, I think you impacted the game a little bit because when you're down 17 nothing, and then all of a sudden you get that field goal right before the half ended, and then you walk into the third quarter and it's 17 10. You can feel the momentum changing, and part of that has to do with with the crowd. So if you're a Rams fan out there, let's not. How many times have we made fun of the Chargers having games at SoFi Stadium? Mm-hmm. I, by the way, 50-50, I, I don't agree with that. That sounded 60-40 to me, more 49er fans than it was Rams fans. And I, I just – I make that – I bring it up because I think that tells part of the story of what happened in the game yesterday. That's I think that fan so impacted now. the game. I, I agree with you. I agree with everything you said. What was so surprising to me is – the Rams have made such incredible progress in the six years that they've been here. Too, from when they first showed up, it was, as often as not, just as many as the visiting fans as it was the Rams fans the first few years. And then it changed. And this year at SoFi, Rams fans have been amazing. Absolutely amazing. That place is And the team yeah. is good. They're excited. The They're star good, players. Yep. How, how many times have you heard me mention the environment inside that place? It's just it's fantastic. It's loud. It's exciting. Rams fans are super fired up. That's why yesterday was such a surprise. That even before it wasn't just hey as the game started it from before the game started it was pretty impressive with hmm. uh, how the Forty ers rolled out their fans they they did there's no two ways about it they did a very very good job with it um let's go to Burbank this time and Roger Roger you're on with Travis and Slee what's up Roger hey thanks for taking my call I think Brandon Staley should be fired nobody can be that dumb I mean even the announcers Al Michael and Chris Collins where everybody said what even the Raiders said what who called that timeout I got to think it's no way that Brandon Staley can be that dumb if he's that dumb he should be fired either another coach or a player called that timeout and he's falling on the sword He's taken and, – and, and another thing I thought, guys, isn't it ironic that John Madden passed away and two of the most historic endings, the Immaculate Reception in Pittsburgh and the Holy Roller down in San Diego, were teams that could be affected by this ending. And I think John Madden called that timeout. That looks like something <laughs> John Madden would have did because that nobody in the whole universe, because outside of blatantly taking a knee – Oakland had decided that okay, let's let's tie it, and then the coach. I mean, well, Roger, Roger, let, let me let me let me interrupt you, and I appreciate you calling in. Why are you surprised? Have you guys not watched this guy coach all season? I mean, a, a coach should not get this much run and this much conversation unless you're a coach that's done something in the league, unless you're a coach that's won a Super Bowl, unless you're a coach that has. Uh, accomplished an incredible amount. A coach that has not done anything and has been a head coach in the NFL for 15 minutes should not be talked about this much unless you make idiotic mistakes. And he did. I, there's there's no other way to put it. Let can we can we squeeze in another quick one I, here? I, just I know. want to throw in one quick thing here. Yep. I, I think that he brought up a very good point. Roger did when all of a sudden 
everybody on the announcing team and everybody in their living room and everybody, they cut to that Steeler fan at the end right there, and the Steeler fan knew, like, was they're going to take a damn yep. knee. This yep. game's over. Mm-hmm. And then they called a time, and, and Collinsworth immediately went, whoa, what, what's, what, what happened here? Like, it was one of those decisions. It's not a second guess. It was yeah. a, the second they called it, everyone went, this is a terrible idea, and it was. Trev fourth and one at your own 17 Awful. you're going for it off i mean that that's why the overtime timeout i listen <clears throat> i think that one i get the why that one's being blown out of proportion but i also think if the raiders were just going to run the ball anyways and they got the the difference is the raiders got a good gain out of it and then yeah. all of a sudden it was like okay well, well now we kind of have to kick a field you're goal you're going to make it now you right. know so, short of something but 54 5 yard that that's yep. a, you have to drive it low you have to do all of those things that bring a block into play it Fourth was uh, and yeah. one at your 17 yeah, tell terrible. me what coach terrible. in the nfl is Nobody. making that call Absolutely nobody. Let's try one more quick one here. Let's go to Ranch Cucamonga, the 909. Brian in Ranch Cucamonga. What's up, Brian? Hey, what's happening, fellas? Hey, so, you know, we talk about that last end of uh, the Rams game during regulation where McVay chose to run it three times. You guys think he's losing faith in Stafford? I mean, I think he didn't want to put Stafford in a position to throw another pick like he did to end that game. And, you know, I, I, granted, they did all this work to trade for him, but I got to think that maybe McVay was afraid of what his quarterback might do in that situation. Brian, appreciate appreciate you calling in. Can I say this, Trav? First of all, I don't think that was the case. But uh, if if you're in that position and you are worried about Stafford throwing a pick or making a mistake, bro, it, the season's over. I mean, if, if – if, I don't know what to tell you. If you're already in a regular season game with all you need is a first down to end the game, you're going to close the season on a six-game winning streak, you're going to get the number two seed, and you're worried about your quarterback making a mistake in that situation, Trav, what are we talking about? Well, I'm going to – two things here. You've heard me say this a million times. So first of all, I did not have a problem with him running it three times. I thought it was a, a, a an acceptable decision. I'm okay with the criticism that you're giving him and other people are. I, I, I'm okay with it. But Jimmy G, 80-plus yards, 85 seconds, no timeouts, I'll take my chances. Matt I'm Stafford, okay. I, Cooper I, Cup, I, one first right. down. No, no, you're right. I'm just saying that there is a flip side to that, too. I, I'm okay with what he did. But I've also said this to you a thousand times, Al. Don't tell me, show me. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me what you like and don't like and trust and don't trust. Show me <laughs> that they didn't. I think there's, you know, I, I'm not saying that he doesn't. Tr- I'm just saying it wasn't one of those. Because, look, you can have that play. Listen, yeah. we're going to throw it here. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that can happen is an incomplete pass or it goes to our guy. Are we clear? Those are the only two options. It cannot. Anything else is bad news. That they didn't even put that in there, I, I don't know. I'm just saying I don't want to hear it. I want to see it. And they ran it three times. How, how could both coaches in L.A. be so opposite in their decisions within a span of eight hours? Yeah. Well, like, just think it, about that. Think, think about McVay. The difference, though, is yeah. McVay, McVay's playing a week from today. Well, no, no, but, but McVay's team's playing a week from today. There's no question Brandon about Staley's that. Brandon Staley's is ten times worse. But I'm saying that think about how incredibly conservative one coach was in a big time moment, and now another coach. But we're at our own 17. It's what we do. We go for it. Oh, I keep <laughs> using that, that voice. Out. 
I wonder right, where he's time. playing golf today. It, it's time for the uh, Stat Hero 36? Weekend you Hero. Play, you play 36 the first day after you get eliminated? Or When's training camp start? When's training camp start? <laughs> Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, guys. Hey, I'm- to say that I uh, wasn't to blame for both the Rams and the Lakers' loss, uh, that might be This is a great story. This is great. Tell the story Explain how you blew it for okay. the city of Los Angeles last night. Okay. So if I, for anybody who's sad about the losses, you can blame me. So yesterday I worked the Rams game, but um, I have to do the post game from the studio. So I usually leave about half, maybe a little bit more before half. So I left the Rams game right when Jalen Ramsey – uh, had the interception. I was like, this game's done. I'll listen to the radio on the way in. It's going to be a great day. Gonna great post-game. That's Taylor when Raps interception, it you mean, not Ramsey's, because Ramsey's was super oh, late. Yes, Taylor Raps, Raps interception. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Raps interception. So I was like, oh, this is easy. So And then Rams start losing essentially right when I leave. Uh, <laughs> and so that's great. So then I had plans to go to the Laker game after, after because it kind of worked out. Just, you know, Laker game would start when the Rams game is over. So I missed the first quarter because the Rams game went to overtime. So I get to the Laker game at second quarter. I stay for the second and third quarter where the Grizzlies proceeded to score 80 points. 80 points. In the time. 81? 38. Okay. No, 80 points. 30. Okay. 38 in the second quarter, 42 in the third quarter, and you right. were there for that portion. Right, and uh, then I left uh, at the start of the fourth quarter uh, to beat traffic. So and Lakers uh, outscored them by sixteen. <laughs> exactly. So if anybody is uh, is mad about anything that happened, you can sorely blame it on me. So yes. I am sorry to the city of Los Angeles. Uh, so anyway, uh, first up, so Taylor, when we were working working together yesterday, said that he hates sweatpants and says that they are uncomfortable. So sweatpants are the best form of clothing. Travis is his factor cap. Hmm. Uh, fact, because here, here's the difference. Here's what Taylor and looking at Taylor, I get the sense that he's not going to have this problem probably ever, but he's certainly not going to have this problem anytime soon. Um, Taylor is tall and thin. Let me explain to you, Taylor, while jeans, while they might work for you, don't work for say, oh, I don't know. Travis Rogers, for instance, that the, the, the waistband on jeans are not nearly as forgiving as the waistband on your favorite pair of sweatpants. So if you have a bad week or month or 
decade, and all of a sudden you're throwing on those sweatpants, it feels a lot better. I believe it or not, there was a day, Taylor, when 501s were my go-to pair of pants. I was able to go and fire through 501s, no problem, piece of cake, and I think I was 17. So, yeah, sweatpants are 17. the best, are the best uh, form of clothing. Yes, fast. All right, so here's the only problem with sweatpants. Anytime I have them on, I feel like I'm sick or I'm unemployed. Like I feel like there's like a – a combination Thank of the you. two. Or and got the booster. Me, yeah, <laughs> yes. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, like right now, let's use it as an example. Um, we're doing the shows from home. Uh, it's not like I'm going out and putting on jeans and boots and saying, let's get the day started. No, I, I look like I'm un- unemployed. So I, I understand that. But I think it, it fits a certain time when you put them on. But, man, is it good to take them off and you feel like you're worth something. Rather, more the longer I have sweatpants on, the more I question where I'm going in life. You can't wear them all day. That's the key. You can start the day with them. You can finish the day with them. But you need to have on something that's not sweats at some point in the middle of the day for all the reasons Al mentioned. So you feel like a member of society. Society. That's all. <laughs> we just want to be a member of society. So I don't know if you guys have seen this, but the uh, trailer for the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reboot just came out and it's kind of taking a more dramatic side to what happened so it's still funny but there are some more dramatic elements of it so uh alan you know this is your favorite show uh there's a limit to how many nostalgic shows you can watch is this uh alan is this factor cap so i'm not good at these usually if there's a show that i absolutely loved you got it you try to go make it again i'm probably not going to watch it and um, this is – I'll give this one a shot. You won't even sample it? No, no, I'll, gi- I'll give it a shot. So I think there's some curiosity, but usually they don't reel me in. So if it was Say by the Bell and then you try Say by the Bell later, I'm probably not all in. Um, we do – you know, Cobra Kai is a good example of like that. Well, you're using the same characters, so that kind of is a – that's an interesting way they're using it, but they're also introducing all, all these young new characters, so – they're bringing in different audiences. We were talking about that last week, Trav, where this is unique because you're grabbing 15-year-olds and to and 25, but you're also <laughs> grabbing, yeah, 50-year-olds. I'll give this one a shot, but I'm right out the gate. I'm suspicious that it's going to be good. Uh, I, I'm almost. It's almost like you're starting a, a game already two, three points behind. Yeah, this this is cap for me. Um, I, I liked Fresh Prince, but it wasn't like my show. So that they're rebooting that. I, I don't have a ton of interest in it. So I, I'll always kind of dip my toe in. And I mentioned this to you last The 90210 reboot, I was thrilled with because they had all of the original cast. I was super excited for it. Just wasn't very good. So after, after a few episodes, I'm out. It is very hard to do what Cobra Kai has done, which is take old characters, make them new and exciting and interesting all over again. Nine out of ten times, these things don't work. So it's getting to postseason, and uh, your team may have been eliminated. Thankfully, mine was not. I'm a Steelers fan, so I was not rooting for that tie yesterday. <laughs> so um, if your team gets eliminated from the playoffs, you find a ba- bandwagon team. Travis, this is Factor Cap. Uh, cap. I, I, I've got my teams, right? I root for the Dodgers. When the Dodgers get eliminated, I don't all of a sudden become an Atlanta Braves fan. I just, I, I'll watch the games because I'm a sports fan, but – I, I can't really bounce around like that. If the Lakers get out, I don't all of a sudden say, well, you know, I like Clay Thompson and Steph Curry. I do like those guys, but I'm not rooting for the Warriors in any meaningful way. Um, I got my squads, and that's it. I, I'm not really going to all of a sudden say, well, we got two more weeks of the postseason. I got to have something. I'm going to watch, but I'm not going to really root for anybody. All right, so I, I think this is actually 
let, let me try to find way to de- find the right way to describe it. If my squad is gone, I'm not going to go buy the opposing another team's hat and saying, well, that's you know, I've been cheering for them for like a week now. The Raiders are a complete really exception to, to the rule here. Your <laughs> Al Davis face tattoo says differently, but go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I mean, I'm people know how long the ups and downs I've gone with gone through with the Raiders. I mean, where were we just a week ago, right? But I think in this case, 100, percent I. We'll have games this weekend in the NFL where I'm rooting for a team. You know what I mean? And that could be just based on, well, that's the underdog or whatever the case is. Every single game I find myself tonight, Alabama's playing Georgia. What tie-in do I have to this game? I'll root for Georgia. I want to see anybody but Alabama win. I find myself in those positions a lot. And and like you said, Trav, maybe it's not the team – that uh, you were rooting for, but maybe you find Why was I rooting for Utah over Ohio State? I can't tell you why, but I was. I always find kind of an angle based on something. Can I offer a confession? Is there, we're, we're in a safe space here, all the listeners, you, me, Emily Taylor. We're, can I confess something? Yep, only LA Radio. I, I've come around and done a complete 180 on Nick Saban. I used to look at him and be like, this guy can't stand him. He's a weirdo. He's mm-hmm. screaming. His lungs out. They're up 50 points. There's three seconds left in the fourth quarter, and he's screaming at an official like, what are we doing with this guy? He's a lunatic. He's a – I can't get enough. It, what, 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 what he has done with that team, that it, it's they're playing for the national championship for the ninth time since he's been there. That's stupid. I mean that is that just defies explanation, and I, the 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 excellence which he achieves every single year, while he does it in a very peculiar kind of antisocial way, I'm all in on Saban. All of a sudden, well, I get a okay. complete 180. Here's the thing: I think when you go against these squads, I wanted Tom Brady to lose every year when he was. I the still Patriots. do. Okay? I still do. I was actually, last season, I was almost in a sense like, okay, hey, if he wins it, he wins it. But it doesn't mean you don't respect them. It doesn't mean I don't respect, you know, Saban and what Alabama's done. I just, you know, want them to lose. That's all. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, guys, one last one. I know we're all huge fans, but The Sopranos premiered on this day in 1999. So, Sopranos is the best TV show of all time. Travis, this is Factor Cap. <sighs> Gosh, I'm going to hate myself for saying this. Um... It's cap, but not really. It's if you say it's fact, I'm a, you, you're not wrong either. It is on the short list for me of greatest television shows I've ever seen. It's probably number three on my list. I'm a Mad Men guy. I absolutely love Mad Men. That's my favorite TV show of all time. Like dramedies, like prestige TV. Um, and then number two is The Wire. But Sopranos is just superior and excellent and awesome if you like it number one i have no problem with that but i'm a, I'm a madman guy number one spot so this is cap for me too sopranos is great like you just said um the wire is my favorite show of all time and I, I i i don't i got caught up in that thing and it was so creatively done and i really really liked the characters and it you know was more uh it kind of took you into the life of like the regular people, and then it took you into the life of what it's like behind the scenes. I mean, it was it was very unique. The Sopranos, as good as it was, it was a prolonged mob movie, which are always fantastic, <laughs> and I will watch any mob movie at any time. The Wire kind of took me into a different world, so I'm gonna go. You know what? You know what's great about The Sopranos? That's kind of under. I don't know if it's underrated, but it's it's not the first thing we mention when we talk about it. Yep, it's hilarious. 
There, there are so many scenes and lines that are just side-splittingly funny and not on purpose. Sometimes they're done intentionally, but other times it's just the performances, the dialogue that are just so unbelievable. But uh, 23 years ago, you're old, Al. That you uh, that you've aged this much since Soprano comes out should kind of depress you a little bit. One hundred percent, it's a right bad deal. That. All right, yep. we've talked a lot of coaches. Sean McVay, his decision making yesterday. Brandon Staley's um, deal. Hope he. What do you think he's on? Like the third hole right now? You think he's probably getting a hot dog at the turn? But he's got he's got plenty of what time. What draft he's, pick do they have? <laughs> oh, that, we're not. We got ways to go over that. He's he's on vacation. No playoffs to worry about. Combines a long way away. Drafts a long way away. He's probably thinking, do I get the hot dog or do I get the turkey sandwich at the turn? Because he's got nothing but free time right now. But what about Rich Passaccia? Does he come back for another year? Did he earn himself a contract with the Raiders? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. And Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. So I mentioned to you, Al, that uh, Gil, the UPS driver, and his daughter, Sophia, they threw, we, I threw a few passes with them, dropped one at the beginning of the game, met two different Jonathans in, within yeah. the span of about five minutes. One guy was uh, selling um, concessions. He, I was walking back from the restroom. Hey, Trav, and came over, got to talk with Jonathan there a little bit. Uh, the other Jonathan, also working at the stadium, got a chance to chat him up a little bit. Tony P., Ash, um, Aaron, who I ran into at the parking lot at Hollywood Park Casino, Where's Slee? Where's Slee? They were asking. And then uh, a couple. I got to see Angel and uh, Lisa. They awesome. uh, they stopped by as well. So it was a, it was a good day for Alan Slee. Well, even though you weren't there, people wanted to know where you were. I think you're I think you're more approachable because, <laughs> yeah, listen, I'm at Crypto.com Arena. No one's uh, coming up and saying, hey, Al, how are you doing? It's uh, pretty much uh, I think they like you more. And I think they, you're the bridge to saying hello to me without actually somebody coming up to me and saying hello. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Uh, Steven, a 49er fan, even came by and, and pimped me a little bit towards the end of the, the postgame show. Uh, and then Vince came by as well. He goes all the way back to the days with Kelvin. So we've got some longtime um, ESPN 710 listeners. It was, uh, it was good to see him. Congratulations to Nick in Rancho Cucamonga, he won the two passes to Atta see baby, Nick. the Genesis Invitational coming up next month. Uh, just, it's a it's a great event. Have you gotten a chance to go, Al, out to, out to Riv when they're playing the tournament? Been out to Riv so many times. Um, no, I have not. I, you got to uh, go. Honestly, you got to. It is such a good day. If you like sports, even if you're not a huge golf guy, yep. if you like sporting events, it's beautiful. It's historic. You can have a few beers. You can have a hot dog. You can, it gets incredibly exciting at the end. It's uh, it is a fantastic day. So, the uh, Genesis Invitational coming up next month. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support vets with its annual Keys to Progress Vehicle Giveaway Program. Now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping vets in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. Brandon Staley, you want his head on a stick. You want to fire him. That's what you brought up today. Sean McVay. Uh, had a couple of decisions yesterday that were head scratchers. Called him a coward. Be, yeah, you <laughs> called, called him a coward. coward. You yeah, called McVay gotta... a coward. Yep. My, mine was, 
hey, that was a weird call. You're a coward. You <laughs> you were going in, in a different direction. You can't what play about, not to lose. I don't think he was. I, I think he was playing conservatively. He no, no, I no. think he I, – I genuinely no, – I disagree did. with that. I, they, they did lose. No, you're right about that. But I don't think he was playing to, to not lose. I think he thought the better option was to make Jimmy G go 85 yards with a minute and 20 seconds with no timeouts. Why does that change? Put the ball in the air. But why does that change by not also going for the first down? Why, because, why can't you do both? Because you can throw an interception. It stops the clock. They don't have to use a timeout. You make it significantly more difficult by Disagree. not throwing the ball there. Disagree. Disagree. How? How does not throwing the ball make it easier for Because there wasn't 40 seconds left on the clock. There was enough time. It's a minute that, and 27 seconds, Hal. I get it. But there no was timeouts. enough. Jimmy Garoppolo, that's not Tom Brady back I understand there. it. I understand it. There's enough time on the clock that even if you go three and out, you're still giving him a buck thirty, a buck twenty to drive the ball. I was more confident in we can control the, we can determine the game right here, the ball in our hands. Why the hell did you go trade for Matt Stafford then? Cooper Cup. That's, we're about to do, we're about to do the stat question. hero of the day, and it's Cooper Cup. The guy became the fourth player in the Super Bowl era, so since 1970 to achieve uh, the receiving the triple crown. So lean the league in all three categories. Um, obviously, incredibly elite, Jerry Rice, Sterling Sharp, and Steve Smith back in 2005. Never heard of him. Trev, that's uh, – can you ask for a more no, ideal no. position? Al, you, the, that point, I think, is a great point. I, 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 I don't have that. a good – here's why. The, the point – Thank you. Change you the have, topic, then. You went to get Matthew Stafford and have Cooper Cup. Why can't you th- – I got nothing for you on that. That's a good point. My, but you, your idea this that it was cowardice and he was trying not to lose. It was. I'm not. I'm not going that far. I, I, I think it was a decision to put Jimmy G in a. What Emily? What was the number? Was it like a 0.4 percent chance when they punched yes, that point ball away the Rams? 0.4 away, and he. I, I get it. It, it, it hit. What it was, was point? Wait, so, say it again. Say what was point so four? So when the this Niners, was in the first half, correct? No. When the Rams decided to punt, mm-hmm. uh, excuse me, when the 49ers decided to punt. Yep. Okay, remember the, the Rams scored a go-ahead seven at the end of the game. The, the Niners get the ball back. They go three and out, right? At that point, you were saying, you know, uh, uh, Staley would have gone for it on fourth yeah, and 20 or whatever. What is ni- it? No, when the Niners, it. When the Niners punted that ball away, their mm-hmm. odds of winning that game were 0.4% chance. Okay? And so wind the clock further. Take away their timeouts; it drops even more. That was the odds that Sean McVay was playing. It, it blew up in his face. It didn't work. I, I I have no answer for it was the right decision. I'm just saying I understand the logic in going through it. Just because a decision you make doesn't work doesn't mean it's a bad decision. It didn't work. The Niners. Well, here, here, here's something we haven't said all day. Real quick. Okay. And then I'll, uh, the Niners were terrific in the second half. We can talk about Sean McVay's decisions. We can talk about uh, uh, Matt Stafford throwing an interception at the end of the game, which was terrible. The Niners in the second half of that game yesterday were terrific. They won that game. I do not think the Rams lost it. Stat Hero, the exclusive Daily Fantasy app partner of the Travis and Sleeva Show. Stat Hero is the first ever Daily Fantasy sportsbook that gives a player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash 710ESPN for a 100% deposit match. Trev. <laughs> I you know yeah sometimes we'll go back and forth on a topic and it's like neither I I'm not going to be able to convince you and you're not going to be able to convince me um I I really really I scratch my head to what you just said that the Niners won the game 
and the Rams didn't lose the game. Yeah. Bro, they were up 17 to nothing. Exactly. They but they had, didn't lose because they didn't they, they didn't turn it over a million times. They got stops when they needed it. Jalen Ramsey made a game-winning play. Then they we were thought. up by a touchdown in the scenario that you right. talked about. That's not just the Niners winning the game. Yes, it is. The Rams lost no. the freaking game and had opportunities no, to win it. the game. The Niners took it. Come the Niners on, were the now. better team yesterday. The Niners were the better football team yesterday. The, the Rams. They had a better second half. Yeah. Then the Rams. Rams had opportunities in that first half to close out the that's game. Different. There, that, there no, are, no, I'm with you. What, there are decisions the that were made from the Rams that also put the Niners in a position to think that they had an opportunity to win that game. The one in the first half, I'm with you 100%. That's what we talked about at the beginning of the show. The decision to run and play out of an empty backfield on third and one, I, I have no expl- that was a terrible decision. I thought it gave them all the momentum. But in the second half, the Rams got their ass kicked. They 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 did not blow it. They got beat. There's a there's a big difference between those two things. That's not you're getting re- in, in anything, Al. Thing. I don't think so because the Rams look when it was tied right when it's tied at 17. Yep. And San Francisco's driving right. Jalen Ramsey makes that bonkers interception. I thought that was a game right there. So did because I. even if the Niners so just get a field goal, that momentum is yep. all with the San Francisco 49ers. Couldn't agree and there more. were 94% Niner fans at SoFi. The Rams didn't just turn around and give it right back to them and score. They went down and drove the field and scored a touchdown. It was right. an incredible drive. The Rams right. didn't blow it. The decision, it's a questionable decision, but they didn't have a fumble at the end. They didn't do any of these things. The pick at the end, that's kind of a desperate, it was a bad throw, don't get me wrong. But I a, really feel like the 49ers beat them soundly in the second half. I did not feel like the Rams gave them that game at all. The, the Niners were better in the second half. Let's do this. Let's do this. We'll throw it out to if you're a Ram fan out there and you want to comment on this game, of course the Chargers game, of course the Raider game, uh, and the way that all went down, 877-710-ESPN. I, couldn't, I, I genuinely couldn't disagree more, especially on that, that last drive or at least the play calling from it. You can give us your thoughts on that. Plus, we haven't even talked about the Lakers. Trav, we're at the halfway point of the season. The Lakers are halfway through the season. They're 21-20, and and Ja Morant had probably the greatest block I've ever seen yesterday. That we can agree on. Yeah, that that, that one we can agree on. (laughs) Uh, We can do all that coming up next. Stay right here. It's the Travis and Sleeve Show on 710 ESPN.